My name is Lex Durgan. As always, I'm flanked by Matt Ralston. Matt patiently awaits a day his real Yeti parent will come and take a bath to the woods. Yep. Not every adoption story is beautiful, it turns out. Sorry, Matt. The week show, this week's show is sponsored by Ted Cruz's Penis Nose. If you've got a nose like a penis, you should have more than no friends. Have you seen his nose? It looks just like a penis. It's, yeah, he, he looks like a Muppet with a dick for a nose. <laughs> he has a dick for a nose. But again, you know, that's an asset to some people. He should have more than no friends. If you wish to contact the show, hit us up on Twitter at Last Men Podcast or on Facebook, also Last Men Podcast. Hit us up. Hit us up. All right, on to the show. Matt, I know you watched seven minutes of the Grammys last night. Brian watched zero. I watched nine, I believe, uh, in between naps. Uh, all I knew was every time I woke up, there were more black people on my screen, yeah. and which usually scares me a little bit, too. Sometimes <laughs> I think I'm having a nightmare. I intentionally just put my hand on my wallet. I walked to the other side of the street. It's kind of ugly. Uh, just a week before the Grammys, there was some protests, uh, a pre-protest that went on saying the Grammys were too white. And I don't know if they overcompensated or if there's just a normal course of business because I don't remember the Grammys any years before. But it seemed to me there was a lot of black people on the Grammys this year, not the least of which included two separate shout-outs to the, to the continent of Africa, <laughs> uh, which it's just like when you really try to drive on the point that you have a lot of black people on your show, just start showing Africa. Right. Uh, is there a point? It, it, were the Grammys too white? Were they too black? I, I'm not sure. And is this basically how we should be judging programs from now on? <laughs> yeah, I just I maybe I am super not racist because I just never notice. And then people have to tell me the demographics of what I'm watching. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there are a lot of black people or there. You know, there's a couple. I don't really. I just. I'm not keeping track. It's just not how I watch TV. Maybe um, you're. Maybe you're so racist. You're actually circling back to non-racist. Yeah, it might just be like an aversion <laughs> yes. type thing. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, uh, the thing started, I guess, because Maurice White, I think is his name from Earth, One and Fire, passed mm-hmm. away um, under you know bad timing because you know they produced the Oscars several months in advance, um, and he died like a week before the Oscars, and so whatever Ox- Oscars spokes. Did I say Oscars? Yeah, they're the Grammys. The Grammys. <laughs> You've been drinking again before the show. Uh, so the Oscars died. are white. The Grammys are black. Stay on focus. <laughs> he died right before the Grammys. And so they didn't have a tribute for him or they didn't announce right on his deathbed that they were going to tribute him. So then there was like this Grammys so white thing, which it just doesn't make any sense. And they ended up doing the tribute, which they probably would have done anyway. And um, you know, the, the Grammys are always super black. They're like way blacker than the They're demographics. They're like Jet Magazine black. <laughs> They're really black, aren't they? I mean, they, and that's not just because they've tried to be black. They're just a shitload of, of famous black music artists at any given time, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, they're just black people are overrepresented in music, especially the type of music that is, you know, sort of centric to the Grammys, like all the R&B stuff and, you know, stuff that people don't even really listen to all that it was much. Approaching, it was approaching NBA All-Star Weekend level black, would you say? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they have best R and B album, best blues album. I think they have best country album, but they it's it's skewed a little in the black direction, which is fine. You know, black people historically have been involved in music, uh, Motown and all that. Uh, so I don't have a problem with it, but to act like it's not black is idiotic. But does that counter the? So is that count? Is that, are we all good now? The Oscars are so white, and the Grammys are so black. Are we good now? Are we hit the middle ground? I guess. I mean, I don't know if someone's going to have to do, you know, audit them and make sure that there's enough black people. And, you know, in that case, there, you know, I, I didn't see any Asian people. I don't even think I no, saw Asian one people are totally fucked in Hollywood. <laughs> also, they don't have rhythm, so they can't do music. Right. Um, and also, apparently, they don't meet the, the standards of being attractive for film roles. 
Uh, I feel I feel like Margaret Cho right now. But they uh, don't really care because you know they're just busy doing other shit. I, oh, I, they're doing mathematics and, and doing shit on their on their abacus. Yeah, <laughs> they're doing stuff. Whatever they're doing, you're right. When people say diversity in the last couple months, they've been talking about diversity. What they really mean is more black people, right? Yeah, because the Chinese and the and the Latinos are still fucked. They're still fucked, and no one cares about them. Uh, they're talking about black artists, and that's because I think black artists traditionally have done very well in entertainment. So when they're not doing as well, they're not being recognized. It's almost a, a an ode to how well black people have done in Hollywood that when the year there's not enough black people, you notice it. Right. In most businesses, when there's not enough black people, everyone goes, what, what, what? I, they don't notice it, right? Yeah. I mean, this is like, as you said, blacks are actually overrepresented in Hollywood, not underrepresented. This seems why this is a stupid place to start a racism argument. Yeah, I mean, maybe... <laughs> check into politics or something like yeah or whatever like, i don't know ceos Women. of fortune 500 companies maybe i mean that's definitely uh there's a, a lack of of diversity there but it's like people are just stupid man so they just see tv is what they watch and so they think the world is tv and the world's not tv you know really yeah taylor swift she's black right <laughs> she won the big award again kendrick lamar won another award. kanye we did not appear. I think he won 17 more awards, even, even though he didn't appear. He didn't, like has 37 Grammys. I went and did some research on Stevie Wonder and Kanye and a number of other black artists. Lionel Richie, they attributed uh, Lionel Richie last night, whose face looked like they shot him full of Vika virus or something like that. Vika <laughs> virus. It was just like, he's like 70 some odd years old. Did you see his face? It was ridiculous. It looked he, pretty good. It was frozen in time. It like kind of painted on or something. It's bizarre, whatever the shit they're shooting in there. But it was a huge Lionel Richie tribute. And his music is, his music is Lionel Richie music. So, you know, they, I, I feel like the blacks got their shake. Yeah, at, at least. I mean, you know, because they have like half of the artists at the Grammys aren't good. And so, you That's know. That's pretty fair. Yeah, I'd say around there. It's at least half. I mean, you also have Beaver, who thinks he's black, so I feel like that should count for something. Oh, he's Canadian. It's close. Um, and you got, like, The weekend. Like, a lot of this shit was terrible, so... Uh, I don't know. I would just say it's it's just such a non-issue. I would I would look at more of you know why these people are being nominated uh, for records when their music is kind of terrible. Uh, it almost seems kind of like it's fixed or something. If there's if these people were not egomaniacs across the board in Hollywood, then wouldn't even the black segment of Hollywood say, "Look, we're actually doing okay." There's all these other areas where blacks need to be more represented. As opposed to like shining a light upon themselves and their own their own victimization. Yeah, it's well, it's again, it's just it's so narcissistic because it's like, you know, the world is essentially just what's right in front of me in my little circle of things. It's totally, you know, isolated from the rest of the actual world, you know, um, and, and, you know, you have Beyonce now like lecturing people about whatever it is she feels like that she probably didn't even write. And she doesn't write her song. She doesn't write anything. I don't know what she does. She's an okay dancer. Um, she probably loses a few pounds. She's fierce. I heard she's fierce. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, yeah, the whole thing is just like, get, get the fuck over yourself. There's a backlash. There's a backlash. By, there, now there's a backlash, by the way, to white people feeling like Beyonce only became black at the Super Bowl and wasn't black before. There's now a backlash mm. to the backlash mm. uh, that white people are racist for not realizing that she was black the whole time. And that she, SNL did a big, a famous uh, little skit on it this past weekend. It was actually pretty funny, but I don't think it's actually very true. Uh, this was the first time I think she's ever spoken about black causes. So I think yeah. people knew that she was black before, but this is actually on, this is on her, I think. And then I think she said that she always talks about black causes, but didn't list any examples, which... I mean that's a pretty easy thing to do. Like I could do that. Isn't yeah. race relations destroyed in this country? Aren't we? Didn't we? Weren't we better off during segregation, Matt? 
No, we're fine because no, I mean, you're super anti-racist. Well, we're not fine, you know, racially, but we're fine in terms of entertainment because no one gives a shit, and people on Twitter don't realize that Twitter is not important, and that it's so not important that anyone can get a Twitter account, and you know, by that definition, it yields no real authority on anything. Here's how I know Hollywood is is basically the most racially blind, most you know, post-racial place industry of any industry. Is that Bill Bill Cosby was as a black man was able to rape like women for fifty years, (laughs) and no one said anything about it. And the whole thing about the black, the racist stuff in the black and the history of America is they always accuse black men of raping white women, of raping women. That was like one of the things yeah. they used to do. And Cosby actually raped, was a black man who raped women for 40 years. Yeah. But because he was popular in Hollywood, no one did anything about it. Tons of people knew about it. No one did anything about it. So there clearly to me is, that's a statement that people are colorblind when it comes to Hollywood. It's just power. That's all. That's the only thing that matters. Power and your ability to make money. That's the only thing that matters. Yeah. And, and buy sweaters. Uh, he had some ugly sweaters, but looking back on it, that was not the most offensive thing he was doing at the, <laughs> doing at the time. <laughs> All right, Grammys, uh, you'll come and go. There'll be another Grammys next year, not to watch. I, I don't understand. I watched. I watched for a few minutes, and I realized, like, I don't. I know the names of these music artists, but I've never listened to their music before. And then I realized I'm either too old or too young. It seems like you have to be under 14 or over 70 to appreciate the Grammys music. Yeah, I don't know who's listening to it. I hadn't heard of half of them, and it's like. <clears throat> Maybe I'm just yeah getting older, or maybe it's just becoming irrelevant. Yeah, I think it's becoming irrelevant, especially because you're so fucking white. <laughs> All right, Grammy, good luck. All right, Matt, moving on. From, we always cover the minority causes here, being two white guys. Uh, Adidas, uh, the shoe company that began under uh, Nazi Germany. No one likes to talk. No one likes to talk about that. Uh, but I feel the need to bring that up every time I mention Adidas. Uh, Adidas came out this week and declared that they will they will not preemptively declare they will not drop any of their sponsored athletes if those athletes come out as gay. Now let me mm-hmm. ask you: Does this have any meaning whatsoever, or was there any chance Adidas previously was ever going to fire people for coming out as gay? And who are they talking about anyhow? Because I don't think any of their athletes have come out as gay, and they will never, never will likely. Yeah, I don't know who thought this one up, but they should probably be fired immediately. Uh, yeah, you can't. Um, they wouldn't be able to fire someone because they're gay or, or terminate their contract, not legally, but also just in the court of public opinion. Yeah, uh, you can, there's no, has there ever, I mean, there's no high profile brand company that could come out and like an athlete came out and said, if LeBron came out and said he was gay, there's not a single company that would drop him. They might slowly wean off of him later on, but not a single company could fire would fire him. I actually think it would go the other way. I think if, because I think James Harden is under Adidas, if Harden came out as gay, I, I think why'd you would, pick James Harden to be gay? He was the only one I could think of that's that has the Adidas brand, and uh, also it's just funny thinking about him fucking a guy with that beard. He was fucking Khloe Kardashian, which is like sort of a a warm up, a warm yeah. up for the gay. It's a gray area. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, but he, you know th- that would probably help sell, you know, drive their popularity. It would be a huge deal if like a legit, like good athlete came out as gay. I mean, I think that guy's popularity would shoot through the roof. You know. Yeah, I don't. I have to just agree with you on that one. Depending, it depends who they are. Not a, not an NBA star, I don't think. Well, not I don't think people the, like kids in the playground be like, "I want James Harden shoes because he's gay." <laughs> <laughs> like, give me some of those gay Harden shoes. Or, no, but people that don't even like basketball would just be like, "Yeah, I'm a huge James Harden fan." You know, people that don't know what they're talking about. I think the, the, the issue is like every company now. The LGBT lobbyists and there's eight other acronyms, eight other letters in there. They added. I can't remember them all. There's a Q, a P, and R, something like that. Uh, they're so powerful now that every cor- every corporation feels they need to respond to them in some way. 
But the, these responses are all like Target announced last week they're going to have like a ge- gender neutral bedding for children or some shit like that. And <laughs> there's a shit like I mean they're making these like very superficial pronoun very superficial pronouncements essentially that mean nothing to their their business. Right. But they have to come up with something. Again, isn't this like the worst thing that could happen? Where like you become such a powerful lobbying group that people are just like responding to you with very empty vague promises and then getting applause from you know your followers while doing absolutely nothing so you think this is just appeasement of some lobbying groups that that were bothering them basically oh, yeah yeah and i mean i remember when uh, jesse jackson the rainbow coalition used to go around they would go and they would like boycott try to boycott companies for for policies that they felt were racist right and then it turned out the rainbow coalition was benefiting financially very heavily from those yeah yeah <laughs> from those things like we'll boy, boycott you unless you pay us some money to fund our, our weekly lunch program here at the office or some shit like that. Right. Make a lot of money. I'm not sure the LGBT lobby is taking money in so much as they're just threatening these companies to do something. And so Adidas goes, what the fuck should we do? Okay, let's announce we're not going to fire any athletes who come out as gay. The odds of that happening are less than 1%. Well, Adidas <laughs> and we can't, is... And we can't do it any... And we can't do it anyhow. I mean, they're like huge in the in the soccer arena I, w- I would think most soccer players are gay right so they you know i feel like they already uh, have that. i would say it's it's fair to say it's a gay sport yeah and that a lot of people that play it are secretly gay yes but almost, i don't think there's any openly gay prominent soccer players no it's true they'd probably be murdered yeah, they would. <laughs> by <laughs> cartels or they something would be, yeah they would be killed i mean there's all different you know level of danger there it just it, it seems like now we're at the point and like you know the gay movement was trying to get people to accept we talk about this every week was trying to get non-gay people to accept gay people and now the lobbying and threatening and power has become so much that people are just responding in very like useless manners you know just like having celebrities come out and say i'm asexual i'm not i'm gender i'm not gender fluid or shit like that like uh johnny rose's uh johnny depp's daughter last week rose we talked about yeah it's saying you're very gay. hypothetical you know it's like it's like releasing a statement like, well, if someone I know is gay, I'm not going to drive them out into the desert and abandon them there. And it's like, yeah, no one, like just no one thinks that you're going to do that. So no. why clarify things? That why would you want a gay person in your van? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want a gay person in your van in the desert. People are going to talk about you. Unless you're James Harden. Unless you're James Harden. It's, it's almost like homophobic to make up some shit that you theoretically would do that you weren't even going to do it's like well who why are you putting that out there like no one no one thought you were going to fire like fire gay employees essentially it's well that's i mean that's my point it is it is kind of homophobic it's almost and it's almost akin to like you know the country club that would allow tiger woods to be the first black member they'd have one black member or something like that to show that they had progressed into the into the new millennia it's just like these are very empty gestures that don't advance your actual underlying cause in any way. Well, it would be like that country club saying we're not going to lynch a black guy, but it was like 2012. And yes. you're like, well, fuck, I hope not. We will no longer, Augusta <laughs> will no longer accept members who are too lynching on the weekends. Some <laughs> shit like that. It's just totally empty promises. This doesn't, we're at the point now we're not advancing, we're not socially progressing the cause at all. We're just getting empty, empty FaceTime you know, publicity gestures at this point. And I and I hate that because I yeah. I like to see the gay people more accepted, and I'd like to see more gay soccer players come out and say they're gay. Yeah. So I can have yet another reason not to watch fucking soccer. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> Ideas, resolve your own Nazi history before you put this shit upon us again. That goes for you too, Puma. I think they were also Nazis. And Porsche and Volkswagen, Mercedes, Hugo Boss, Hugo Boss. There's a lot of them. Fa- Fanta. Uh, no Fanta? one drinks. No one drinks Fanta anyway. Fanta soda. Yeah. Ah, oh, it's my favorite drink south of the border. I think that's just Coca Cola, but they changed the name for Nazis or something. Did they really? Yeah. Oh, fuck, 
I don't have any more Fanta. That sucks. Forget it. Forget it. Sorry. Uh, ideas, go home. Matt, you have a segment this week. I shit you not. Every week you read one article in the newspaper. You force yourself to read a uh, synopsis of one article in the weekend up to 11 <laughs> words. Uh, it's something to do with Gwyneth Paltrow starting a private club that nobody but Gwyneth Paltrow and her friends are allowed to belong to. Uh, why does this have you so upset? Uh, well, so, yeah, it's in West Hollywood on the Sunset Strip. And they're, they want I think they're going to tear down the Sunset, uh, the, the Hustler store. Oh, not the Hustler store. Yeah. That's where I do all my grocery shopping. They sell like $100 dildos. They actually had this wedge that I was going to get. It's like a wedge that you stick a woman on, but she just lays on it with her ass. It's, it's just a foam triangle. They're trying to sell it for like 200 bucks, um, which I wasn't down with. So, yeah, it's a... Is it's that a, where you do your wedge shopping? <laughs> yeah. Well, now you just go on Amazon. But um, So, there's it's called the Art Club, I think, which is just like a stupid name for yeah. anything. It just sounds exactly like what it is, a bunch of pretentious douchebags. Um, and I think they have one in London, and that's it. And the membership's like two, three grand a month. And... That allows you to go into the That's place. That's a lot. That's more than my gym membership. And I, I guess buy drinks. I don't know if you get free drinks at that point. Um, but yeah, so Paltrow and some other developers want to want to start this um, thing up. And uh, I just don't get, I mean, first of all, it just seems like super hateable. Like, why can't you just, you can go rent out any club you want. There's no need for this. Um, yeah, it's three or four homes as well that are fairly large, right? If she managed somehow managed to have Obama and like 300 people at her house. Yeah. So it's not like she doesn't have places where she can entertain. Is this a case of like a woman who's hated for being, you know, elitist, just doing the most super elitist thing you could possibly fucking think of? Yeah, that's what it seems like. People think you're elitist and you, obviously she is like an elitist in the in the true sense that she really values, you know, she's uh, materialistic and, and values sort of status. Things that, I mean, you know, no one really fucking... I wouldn't even go there if you fucking asked me to really, because it's like, it's super boring and stuffy and weird. And it's like, what's the point of this? Yeah, uh, that sounds like sour grapes. Isn't that the same reason you won't have sex with women? <laughs> but you find the whole process to be very elitist. It, it is really like, you know, and I'm sure that they'll make sure that it's diverse enough and they'll have some Christmas card with photos of their like bathroom attendant. God, I was just at this place at a bathroom attendant. What the hell is that? We need to stop. Doing that, that is the creepiest fucking, I, I, all I do is I feel so bad for the guy in the bathroom. Because yeah. you just dropped a big dump, and then there's a guy who's standing there smelling your shit, and he's offering you gum or mints or some shit like that, and you hand towel. What's he doing there? And you got to hand him money, right? Which is the weird handing a dude money in the bathroom. Yeah, it's just like very the most unnatural thing in the world. You got to give him money, or you'll hate yourself the rest of the night. Oh yeah, and, and also if there's other people around, why? And you, like, the guy in front of you gave money, you got to give money, and then you get then you're handing like reaching your pocket, handing money to a guy in the bathroom who's handing you a towel. Yeah, it's like it's just uh, spreading Ebola, honestly. It's Ebola. It's just, it feels I don't want to. Hand I want to be pulling money out in the, in the men's room. It's just something inherently wrong about that. But I bet the art club, the, the art club in Sunset is going to have that. Yeah. And they'll have a couple, you know, like Spike Lee. They'll have to find some black people. Yeah. Pr- probably not that many Asians, but maybe like George Takei. Um, yeah, he's people. Asian and gay. Because really it is the whitest he's thing. Gay-ian. I mean, he's gay. A private club is, you know, that started as a racist club. That that was the initial point of that was yeah keep the blacks and Jews and Asians out yeah, obviously we're a bunch of fucking a place where like Protestant secretly uh, secretly gay white men could could mingle and have cocktails yeah just waspy shit you know figure out how to exclude other people from your neighborhood essentially but if you're an, I don't mind that she's an elitist or she's you know she's a contemptuous bitchy elitist that's fine 
Um, she's kind of cute and she's, she keeps herself in shape. Uh, but if you are that, aren't you supposed to try and hide those qualities about yourself? Why would you highlight those qualities about yourself? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, that's, I would think that it would look bad on her. I don't think she cares at this point. I don't think she's really going to be in many movies. You know, she's making a lot of money selling this fake organic soap to scared white women who, uh, you know, probably are paying for it with their husband's credit card and they get yelled at and it's just not good for anybody. Um, God, that was so sexist. That was really arousing. <laughs> That was amazing. Yeah, I mean, she's not... She's, she's doing this for money. I mean, she does, even like on her... She puts these cookbooks out, like how to make things out of leftovers and some kind of crap where she tries to pretend she's a commoner. Yeah. But starting a club that costs 40 grand a year to belong to uh, and that it requires nomination by other members and shit like that, you know, an elitist, an elitist club for the arts, it's not going to be fucking beatnik poets, right? This is going to be basically rich Hollywood people. Yeah. That's like the worst thing. That's the worst thing for your image you could possibly do. She's just not care anymore, which also, by the way, is kind of hot. Well, she's certainly, yeah, she's not contributing to society, but I, I just don't like, yeah, the, the, the pretending otherwise, you know, it's like uh, we have this uh, organic baby powder so your baby doesn't get cancer from Chinese powder or whatever the fuck it is. And really, you know. Oh, the, the you're talking about the honest company. That's Jessica Alba. Uh, does Goop do the same type? Yeah, of Goop does the same shit. Where she's getting, uh, she's been investigated because she gets kickbacks from all those places, and she's not reporting it. I mean, you got to at least respect Trump because, or someone like that who's just upfront about it. Like, you know, it's one thing if you want to, you know, you're financially motivated. I get it. That's totally cool. But don't act like you're uh, fucking doing charity or something because you're not. You're just selling shit to, you know, people that have money. That's it. When I am a member of this club and you're not. <laughs> Do you want me to try and sneak you in? Yeah, I'm going to go. I would like to go and do like a, a video where I just yell at everybody and then get kicked out and possibly assaulted by security. This does seem like something like 100 from 100 years ago that you would start a club like this. I know they have. They still have private clubs. There's the Soho Club and other clubs like that in L.A. They're still members only, but they're generally open, not that ex not quite as expensive. And, yeah. you know, it is a much more diverse crowd. This sounds like it's just Gwyneth Paltrow. Well, there's a super dork crowd of like the cigar smoking guys who yes. who wear like uh, bow ties, who think they're like really sophisticated. Guys who rent their own humidors. At, at this. <laughs> yeah, guys that buy GQ and, yes. you know, maybe midlife crisis type dudes and then trust fund kids who just are wasting their parents' money, who would be super angry if they knew this is where it was going. I mean, I've been to the Soho house. It's super fucking boring. There's no reason to go there whatsoever. They're pretty attractive women there walking around. Yeah, whores. I mean, who wants to hang out with a bunch of fucking whores? I'd I'm rather... raising my hand. You can't see that on the podcast. I'm raising my <laughs> hand. I'd love to fucking hang around with whores. <laughs> Talk about you just said you just said you prefer people to be honest. What's more honest than a whore? Well, if you want to hang out, I mean, I'm just saying you can find whores on Hollywood Boulevard. Or, yeah, but those are know. dudes with wigs. I don't want that. I want the real ones. These are people. These are chicks who are going to, you know, you take damage. them home. Don't want the real good looking damage they're, women. They're commenting on your car like, oh, why don't you have the newer model? And it's like, do, do you have anything going for you besides your vagina? Like, why don't you shut the fuck do up? You, uh, you shouldn't let your horse talk. <laughs> That's what you got to do. Stop making the horse talk. I, I pay extra for silent whores. Uh, if there's a mute whore, like a group, if there were, or if there's an organization where you could hire mute whores, that'd be the best. I think that's like a Japanese type thing. Really? Like they cut their the, tongues out? Well, they had the, uh, what do you call it? The, the girls, the geisha, but they actually, I think are supposed to be like social. Yes. But I think there are, uh, there's some kind of other type of whore that, that just uh, doesn't 
talk. They should at least know that you don't care about their opinions. Like a deaf, dumb, blind whore organization, like an escort service? Yeah, I don't know when whores got so entitled. I think it was around the time of Pretty Woman. And there there was that scene where she was like, you made me feel cheap. And it's like, you're a prostitute. Yes. Uh, She's a woman. She was a woman underneath. And she's Julia (laughs) Roberts, too. So it was kind of crazy. I agree. Whores have too much power. And uh, Gwyneth Paltrow has way too much power. But you know what? She earned it. If, 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 here's my feeling. I've, I've come evolved in this position. If you can find even dumber people to just buy your shit, then that's all the power to you. That's my new, my new theory I've evolved into. If she, yeah. can, if, she can play, if she can work over two million women to give her money for shit, and those women are stupid and they're spending their money because they don't know how phony she is. Yeah. It's, I feel the same with the Kardashians. If there's two million women out there that want to buy all their shit because they feel in some way connected to them and it makes them feel happier, and they're stupid and they don't want to be cautious with their money... And all the power to the well, yeah, you can take the people's money, but if you're one of these people that's buying overpriced dish soap from Gwyneth Paltrow, just realize that she belongs to a club that you're not allowed in, and that's why. And so maybe like her image isn't exactly what she's putting out there. It's a fantasy, dude. This is porn for women, right? So (laughs) I mean, you're not going to be fucking the 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 neighbor hot girl like you know on her dad's balcony either. This is just pornography for women. These are fantasy experiences. She's escaping in her high priced you know, a uh, dish soap and pretending Gwyneth Paltrow is her friend. Isn't that, what's so wrong with that? Well, it's just sad that, that you would purchase things to make you feel better. I mean, that's, that's a big problem in America. I think. Really? Isn't that why you buy beer? <laughs> just checking. All right, Gwyneth, uh, Matt is not going to belong to your club. Please send me a membership. I'm ready to fill it out. I will lie about my family tree as, as needed to get in. Matt, you're not coming to the, you're not coming to the, the arts club parties. Sorry. <laughs> All right, we got a uh, we got a letter from uh, uh, Eddie. Uh, he wants to know we got two we got really two Kanye West stories. We should really roll this into one today. Kanye West has been in the news just constantly. He's a Donald Trump of rap. He just consumes the news about the music and entertainment world, which I think is intentional on his part. So I have to give him some credit for that. He just wants to be the headline every single day. He's playing the media a little bit. Uh, Kanye West did this thing, and uh, Eddie notes in the in the, in the email. Uh, he announced this week that he was $53 million in debt. And he started going on Twitter and asking rich guys on Facebook and Google and everyone else to give him a billion dollars because he was uh, the dopest person in the world. And he wanted to create some more dope content for the world. And no one had an idea how, how awesome it would be if, if someone, a billionaire would just unleash him by, by supporting him. And everyone kind of said, oh, Kanye's broke, whatever. He's not really broke. It turns out one of his businesses is in debt to some degree. But he reminded people that he has enough money to buy his bitches' furs and mansions, which, in case you were worried, in case you were worried about that. Uh, but even worse than his claiming to be broke and uh, another fifty cent disciple uh, was the fact that he, before his album came out the last week at his at his sh- booty show, at his booty, not a booty ass show, his booties that he makes show, his shoes. Uh, he started apologizing to everyone he wrote lyrics about that might be offensive to Ray J, to to uh, Taylor Swift. Is there anything, this is what Eddie wants to know, is there anything worse than a rapper apologizing for his lyrics, by the way, before his album even comes out? Yeah, that's. it seems like kind of the opposite of, of uh, what hip-hop is about. So what I thought he, I thought he had called supposedly to clear the lyrics, and so did he apologize after on Twitter or something? Well, you can't, you don't need to clear the lyrics. You can come, you can use anyone's name in your lyrics you want. Or to get approval from the people. I think it was just like, with the Ray JK, he claims he called Taylor Swift before he wrote about how he was going to bang Taylor Swift if he wanted to. Right. Which, by the way, I just, it's so off-putting in so many different, so many different ways. I thought it was kind of funny, because it was like, like, well, he could bang.
like Taylor Swift, probably. I mean, I don't she think fucks so. John she, Mayer. It's yeah, not like it's she, off the but table. But she's like, you know, she's got she's got more money than he does. She doesn't need to fuck him. I'm not saying she would, but I mean, it's not she like doesn't, she doesn't even let white guys. Touch, she doesn't realm. let white guys touch her. She's not letting a black dude bang her. Well, wouldn't I mean? <laughs> That's just not happening. I like how she came out then and was like, well, that, you know, I, I don't know why he would put something so sexist in the song. And it's like, that's not sexist. You know, he said, like, he kind of wants to have sex with you. The, 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 I don't see what's sexist about that. People well, still are sexist, fucking, right? Misogynist. All the ladies came out and said it was misogynist. All, all the models, all her model little singer friends and model friends came out and said and supported her against misogyny. Well, how much does she do? Doesn't her career depend upon people wanting to fuck her to a degree? I don't know. Not Taylor Swift. I think you're, you're thinking maybe Amber Rose or Black China or other people we discussed. I think Taylor Swift sells to like young girls. She's playing the like the older. How old is she? She's anywhere between twelve and forty. I can't. <laughs> she's some odd age, but she's she plays the clean. She plays the good girl. That's her little thing. She plays where she's the good girl, right? And she has she's you know singing about her first kiss with boys and shit like that, and having her heart broken. Isn't by she them. like fairly promiscuous, or am I making this up? Um, I have you know what I've I've learned with these people. You never know exactly what's going on behind closed doors. Right. But the word always was from her ex boyfriends that was she was not very promiscuous at all. No, oh. which is why they all left her, and then she wrote nasty songs about him because they left her because she wouldn't fuck him mm-hmm. um, which is really sort of a waste she's a sort of an attractive girl I believe you at one time mentioned she's your favorite girl in the whole world <laughs> uh, but you still but yeah you can't say that but Kanye so he apologized to her for suggesting he might screw her um, and then he apologized to Ray J interestingly enough for a song lyric about how Ray J used to fuck Kim Kardashian but now he fucks Kim Kardashian and he has more money than Ray J ever did and so he, he had like a little a conference, a mini conference before the album came out with Ray J where they got together and uh, he let Ray J know that he was not, he should not be offended by the fact that Kanye was saying he has more money than Ray J because apparently that's the worst thing you could do in the rap world. Right. And Ray J had to present his 1040s or something from the last 10 years <laughs> and show how much, how much money he's actually made. And they went through like his income statements with an accountant and then Kanye nodded and accepted the fact that he was okay financially. Right. And they hugged it out and everything was okay. Meanwhile, no, not a single person mentioned the fact the lyric was about how many black rappers <laughs> his wife was fucking. Right. And no one apologized, no one cleared that with her apologize her just assume that she's okay with that yeah which, yeah which she probably is by the way um but this is like this is as you mentioned this is, isn't this the opposite of badass rapper to be clearing your personally emotionally clearing your lyrics with people you're you're singing about either you're being honest and, and spiteful or you're not yeah it's really weird i mean it's it's almost like just acknowledging that his music is total bullshit <laughs> like uh or that you know yeah i put this in the song but i don't really mean it or or whatever, like I, I just. Or I mean it, but I don't want to hurt your feelings. I don't want to beef. There always no, nobody wants to beef anymore. I feel like he was just running out of you know things to do, and this was just maybe occurred to him. Like I guess maybe I should do this because, um, yeah, like he said, he talked to representative. Like I just I don't get why anyone's still paying attention. Like who cares about the album? Like everyone's talking about his album. How many people are going to listen to it? Well, apparently he offered it to sell it to Shkreli. Martin Shkreli, the guy who bought the, the pharma guy, the Wu Tang Clan album for two million. Uh, the word uh, Shkreli is going around saying that he offered uh, that Kanye asked him for fifteen million dollars for the rights to the album, and that Shkreli claims he paid it and never got it. 
which seems really idiotic because I don't you, an artist can't sell their album. There's a whole bunch of other people that own the album. Yeah, uh, but Shkreli is kind of stupid, and he has money, stupid money, before he goes to the joint. So Kanye might have just ripped him off. For he might 15 have ripped million. Him off fifteen million dollars. <laughs> That's pretty cool. But no one's even heard the. I don't. They did. They played the album at his at his little booties uh, booties uh, shoe line uh, party. Yeezy uh, booties, whatever the fuck those things are. They played clips of his album. Yeah, Yeezys. They they uh, play clips of the album, but I think the album has like not been distributed. It's like in some kind of limbo. Um, so maybe he is hurting financially with all the money he fucking spends. I don't know. This is just sad. I mean, they're, they're, the fact that he is seen as the iconic rapper by the Grammys <laughs> and people who buy his album, tons of people buy his music. Yeah. This is just, I don't want rap just took over. I don't want rap to go away so fast. Yeah. It's getting real lame. The shit I like, the shit that white people liked about rap was that you could say bitches and talk about drugs and, and, and banging bitches and, and jumping on top of boats and, and rolls and benzes. And doing shit like that. If that stuff goes away, then you just have bad music, right? You just got a dude talking about shoes. <laughs> yes. You got a dude rapping about having sex with Taylor Swift. You can just look at her fucking Twitter feed and see all the dudes asking her to have sex. That's, that's not fucking interesting. All right, Kanye, it's time to go away. You're also, he's also, the, the Kardashian thing is really fucking weak. Also, he's gay, so he can't, he can't. <laughs> the good news is Adidas cannot fire him. He's got a big shoe deal with Adidas, so that works out well for him. All right, let me ask you, uh, Matt, I know every February uh, you refuse to eat for the two weeks before you want to be in, in as thin as possible when the swimsuit, uh, Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition comes out because mm-hmm. you believe you'll be dating some of those girls in the, in the cover. Um, well, now I actually have a chance. You do have a chance this year because actually uh, Sports Illustrated, like Adidas and every other company we talk about these days, is owned by Time Inc., which is owned by Time Warner, which has a massive diversity movement going on. They have a chief diversity officer now and the CEO's pay at, at Time Warner has been tied to diversity goals. It's unclear what the diversity goals are, but I assume that means a, a, a fat minority women. Um, <laughs> so part of his $80 million executive compensation is tied to those goals. I'm sure that makes everyone happy there. Um, which means Sports Illustrated had to do something for diversity this year mm-hmm. because they couldn't just be putting out pictures of attractive women and making money like they do every year. And kind of, they're kind of become, outside of Photoshopping nipples away, they've kind of become pretty good at it. Um, they, make every, they, make, they Photoshop every girl look sort of exotic, which I like. So every single girl becomes Eurasian on <laughs> no matter what they look like. Yeah. Um, so they decide this year for their cover, instead of the traditional, just purely attractive woman, they're going to do three covers. So they got one model, Haley Clausen, who's a 20-year-old blonde model. From, she's super hot. Yeah, She's crazy hot. And she's your traditional Sports Illustrated cover model. Then they issued two other covers. One is Ashley Graham, the plus-size model. Mm-hmm. And we really need to start saying, stop saying plus-size model because we're just, we're, we're buying into the conspiracy here. The fat, let's call it a fat model. Yeah. Okay. The overweight model. And they put Ronda Rousey, uh, who just still looks like, to me, like Corky. Uh, <laughs> if Corky got beat up a lot on his TV show uh, in a bathing suit and they had to Photoshop her because she's sort of st- stumpy like a gnome and it's just not very particularly attractive. And they also put some older, they put a 60-year-old lady in the, inside the magazine this year and some other lady who was heavy set. and they all declared this for diversity and this is great because all sorts of kinds of women can be now part of the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. Isn't this the biggest crock of shit <laughs> since the Adidas story 20 minutes ago? I mean, is this the biggest crock of shit? Meanwhile, in the, in the back end, they're putting out thousands and tens of thousands of photos of 19, 20-year-old Amazingly attractive girls wearing porn bikinis, essentially showing off their tits, and that's what they're really selling. This cover shit is just an old homage, fake homage to diversity. Isn't this just a crock of shit? And should yeah. the fat ladies have their own magazine spread? You could, it's, you could buy. Yeah, it's called like a fetish mag. You can go to a porn shop or whatever and find, you know, fat porn, but it's not on. Really? The, what? What shop would that the be? First yeah. shelf. 
not in the, the <laughs> popular some, section. Give me some map, Google Map direction to that. It's great. just it's so disingenuous. The models have no idea. But you know, I was just thinking why. <laughs> So traditionally, the point of the magazine is find the hottest woman in the world, put them in bikinis, eighth grade boys masturbate to it, some dudes buy it. Whatever. That's the entire point of the magazine. You just summed uh, it up pretty well. So now you have these models who aren't really models. Ronda Rousey fucking chokes people out. Yes. Like you, you, some guys might be attracted to her, but she's not a fucking model. No, she's, she's not a, one of the hottest people in the world. She's a squat uh, judo fighter with a recessive gene. Yeah, <laughs> that's like that's not your traditional like if this is a traditional casting call for bikini models. Well, she was, would never make the. She would well, that's the first what time. that's what a plus size model is. It's a model who's not really a model. Yes, you know uh, they just. They I get it. She's a plus size. Calling model. themselves a model, but that's the point. Is you know supposedly women are buying this or following along with it because they want someone they can relate to. That's the uh, that's the claim, but they're not. The thing is here, they're not selling. It's not like a plus size model in fashion. So I get that. You want to have some large since America is so fat. You want to have, there's 50 million overweight women or whatever. You want to have models that maybe look overweight yeah. and still look good in the clothes. So women who are overweight can say, I can buy that and look decent like her. I get that if you're pushing merchandise to women. But this is a magazine for, like you said, for boys to masturbate to. This is pure sexual fantasy. Yeah. And Ashley Graham, who is the the plus size model, a size 14, 16. She got the 14 for the shoot. Uh, That's pretty big. It's She's a big girl. Uh, she's tall, so you don't see it as much. She carries her weight a little better. She's like 5'11", so she carries that weight a little bit. If she was 5'6", she would be what we would call super fat. Um, <laughs> she said, I mean, her quote was like, you know, it was a thing. Women want to see women they can relate to, which is great, but it's not a magazine for women. She said that men are, are really want to see the kind of women that they get to see at home. That's sort of their, their long. Well, what is this assumption that everyone's overweight? Like, I understand that it is a problem, I see girls all the time that aren't fat. No, like, no, it's not that everyone's overweight. There's a large, it's a large percentage of the U.S. population is overweight and women, but those aren't models. They don't get to work. Here's the thing: if you're fat, you don't get to work in modeling. You can't be an astronaut, and you can't be a thief who has to go through thin doorways. <laughs> There's, those are three things I could think of you cannot do as a professor. Yeah, you're just not cut cat, out for it. Cat burglar, astronaut, or SI model. They found out that angular women look the best in a bikini in a magazine. Like Skinny that, women with big tits and ass that always sell the best. a natural thing that happened. No club got together and said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to convince dudes to <laughs> like these thin women no. with big tits. No. no, guys just like it. So you can put a fat you can chick... Like a boy who was in a coma since infancy and woke up at 20 and put like a Tinder thing in front of him and he would swipe for those women. Yeah. He would not swipe for the plus size models. Yeah. And 99% of guys outside, maybe like James Harden or Kanye West, are going to pick the hot model Clawson over the fat one, uh, Ashley Graham. It's just, it's basic fucking like guys are, are geared towards liking healthy looking people because, you know, evolutionarily speaking, they think they'll give birth to healthy babies. So if you're super fat or you choke people out and have kind of a, a hunter gatherer body, uh, it's just not what, uh, it's, it doesn't appeal on a, on an intrinsic level on a base level. So, that's so what is, so what are the, I mean, that, I, I am forced to agree with at least half of what you just said. Uh, what is the point here then? What are they doing? If they're putting models that are inherently less attractive than other options into the magazine, uh, what is it? What is it? What is the play here? What are they doing this for? Like, this is just 
That's for show, right? It's so I apparently, and for reasons I'm not sure, it's so fat women can pretend that they could also be models. But that's but doesn't make sense in sports. That would be if like see the one place where fat women can't be models are on women's magazines. That's the place that will not accept fat models. Yeah, because they want because women want to see other slender women. They want to aspire to some sort of you know uh, uh, the heights the heights of female beauty, which they all still believe is slender women. This put it on the magazine for men. Is blatantly just some sort of corporate, you know, yeah, this messaging. Is time and Time Warner and a you know stockholder meeting, and this came from the top down, obviously. But I mean, you know, my point is, if if you don't want, if you want a model, everyone can can supposedly identify with her that looks like your average woman. Then why not? Why why isn't the definition of model not hottest woman in the world, but most average looking woman in the world? Just you know, ten pounds overweight, uh, decent eyes, but not you know double chin. Like why isn't that the fucking you know go? Yeah, like why don't they have like a beer goggle magazine? Yeah, <laughs> you could look at you could have a few drinks and you look at them and these are the women you like you know and also or they could call it settling magazine. These right. are the women you would settle for like at the end of the, at the end of the evening. Like you can't lobby your like way. Like this chick is kind of good looking, but she's kind of fat. She may have like <laughs> a small canker sore and it's a little obvious, but not super obvious. And you've drank a little bit, stuff like that. And she seems sweet and she laughs at your jokes and she's a fan of the same sports team as you. Yeah, and, and but like she's that. got some cellulite. That's okay. I mean, that's like a settling magazine. You just can't you can't argue your way into being sexy. You know, everyone knows the real fucking deal so well, that's the thing. it's just a photo right you're not it's nothing about you that is like you're not singing you're not you're not entertaining you're not like amy schumer okay she's fat she's heavy but she's a comedian so you like her comedy you don't care if she's a little chunky no but these girls are just in a photo in a bikini with their ass in the air it would be like complaining that there are no fat women in the nba it's like well how come we can't play in the nba it's like because you're not fucking good enough that's why yeah well that's also why they made the wnba <laughs> so short fat lesbians could also play below the hoop <laughs> there is a league there's a league for there's a league for everybody and like you said there are there are guys who like heavier women I mean, it's not like there aren't any guys who like heavier women and there is an opportunity for magazines for them they're all fetish magazines and brown paper wrapping uh but but they're still available i'm look here's all i know if you go google like fat girl naked porn there's gonna be plenty of shit to, there's gonna be plenty of shit for you to look at yeah this is sports illustrated they're trying to pick out the most beautiful women in the entire world to wear their bikinis and by the way as we said all that model search shit and all the thing they do with like 80 100 other models are all beautiful 20 year old women uh, half naked, covered topless with their arms barely over their tits and shit like that. So they know what's driving the business. Ultimately, this is just a this is just a fake corporate showpiece. Yeah, uh, and this is where America's headed. Yeah, Baker. stop buying the magazine. I guarantee. Watch the sales plummet. Will this magazine even exist in ten years? Probably not. Uh, no, as far as I know, they don't cover sports anymore. So it's just like they're one. They play this. They just play the swimsuit thing out all year now. They have the pre swimsuit. The making of the swimsuit, the model search during the year, the scouting for locations with hot girls, videos. Yeah. It's just become a, a bikini girl magazine now with the old fat short chromosome <laughs> judo, <laughs> judo chop chop champion in the front. <laughs> so I'm still worried about guys who find Ronda Rousey attractive, but you know, that's okay. As yeah. long as you're not in the back of my limo. <laughs> Matt, let me ask you, speaking of tall, dark, black men, uh, Mary writes a letter, an email. Uh, she, women care a lot more about these things than men do. Men are heinous pigs who don't give a shit about other people. And Mary's a girl, so she cares. Uh, this last week, the Kardashians brought out Lamar Odom. They flew him out from L.A. I think they took him out of his convalescent center. Yeah. <laughs> Stuck, signed him out. Someone's fake signed out a signature or something like that. Khloe Kardashian, still legally his wife, can actually check him out of anywhere she wants at this point. 
Uh, they got him on an airplane. Uh, it's un- un- unclear whether or not he was awake or asleep. I mean, it was like <laughs> the old A-team where they gave him a glass of milk and he fell asleep. Yeah, on the plane. could be considered like a kidnapping. Yeah, like a B.A. Baracus thing where they just knocked him out. He shows up in New York at, conveniently at Kanye's uh, fashion show, comes out. He's walked out by Kanye and other people. He looks completely oblivious to what the fuck's going on. I mean, it's just like a rain man looked into in his eyes. Yeah, people are applauding him, which is, I guess, kind of nice but kind of strange too. They brought him somewhere, but that he can't really talk or anything. He can't talk, so he, it's you you couldn't observe how fucked up he is or not. No, it's just, just sit from, in the stadium and they put a spotlight on everybody applauded. Yeah, it was like if like if you brought out like a ninety year old guy, like a veteran NBA guy who's just like so old at this point. Yeah, he doesn't really know anymore. Just but tell him to wave at some point. Yeah, but he didn't, couldn't even wave. He was just like it looked kind of sad. Isn't this the time? And this is going to go on now forever because since Chloe got rights, basically it's like a like a trained zoo monkey or a zoo animal, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like a panda, the panda thing. They're gonna have like a cam, internet cam on Lamar at his convalescent place. It's like a it's like, weekend at Bernie's type situation. It's bizarre. And isn't it inhuman? And isn't it time for somebody in some form of government to step in and just take Lamar back? Yeah, I mean, I don't know how how cognizant he is, but he, like you said, he doesn't look right. Obviously, if he could form a few sentences, he would have talked by now and said, "Hey, I'm normal," but he, I don't think he can do that. I don't no. think he knows his name half the time. No. I don't think he knows where he is half the time, uh, and he's not going to, you know, make a full recovery. Um, so I don't understand how in that condition he nulled his <laughs> his divorce. Uh, his uh, oh, and Chloe like took his took his like vegetative hand and like scrawled his put it around a pen and scrawled his name on a piece of paper. Yeah, and now he's just kind of this. It's just like a like a sci-fi movie. He's like this gimp that they're just you know using. Yeah, but he's six nine, six ten, so he's hard to miss. Yeah, it's even worse because you're like, oh, there's there's the Lamar pet again because he's huge. You can't hide him. And she's doing these interviews and and swearing that she's not exploiting him, but she's doing one of those like every other day. Yes, uh, and you know, and just I'm waiting, the I'm waiting for the that, I'm waiting for the Doctor Phil interview or some interview where she talks about sex with him, okay. <laughs> like vegetarian. Like how she has to get him aroused and shit like that. Oh, that's definitely coming. She's like, yeah, if I blow him for a couple hours, it's just like it was kind of, you know, it's half hard. Sometimes he smiles. Sometimes he smiles and I think he's happy. Yeah. (laughs) I want to have his baby. She's definitely going to want to have his baby, right? The vegetated baby. Yeah, I would guess that his balls are, there's probably a way to get some jizz out of him. Oh, yeah. That's coming. Is it, I mean, isn't, is this where like child protective services for older NBA guys who had, <laughs> aneurysms inside a brothel can be can step in and, and take this guy away. Yeah, I would, I would say maybe the st- the state of California could step in because you know this this is essentially elder abuse. Yes, it's, it's just that he's not old. Yes, uh, but there's got to be a term for abusing you know mentally d- disabled people, uh, which I, I think is a thing that happens. It's like I mean, it, and it's just like so perfect that the first time he goes out, it's not to like fucking Burger King or whatever no. it is. He goes to a fashion show of Kanye West. Yes. So it's like. They're just rubbing it in everyone's face how how shamelessly they're using this they're guy. They're exploiting the guy. If he actually had his own cognizance in his own mind, he'd be going to get more crack and hookers. <laughs> that's what he loves. We know that's what he loves. He never wanted to go to a fashion show before. It's not even. It's unclear even if he liked Kanye at all. Nobody, no one can even know. It's just. It's really kind of. It was. It was funny and yet. It was very sad. I feel like if we can all imagine us being in that position yeah. where like something's happened to us and then we have someone dragging us around for show, it's just really I mean, good. couldn't his family step in and be like, you know, this is not, first of all, I don't think rehab should consist of going to like a fashion show that's like, it's got to be so jarring to you when you've been in that, in your room and now there's just like this huge crowd of people oh, screaming. Oh, they flew to New York. You're on an airplane, yes. you're, you're, the lights are popping off, yeah. it's going to give you a seizure again. Like, like honestly, if they 
they did it to a to a dog, people would be upset. Probably more so. Yeah, if they did it to an animal they, and they brought their dog along, people would be like, everybody, all the animal rights people would be up in arms about how they treated the dog just for, for show. Yeah. But for Lamar, it was okay. It was cool. It was okay, <laughs> too. It's just, it, I, God, he's in fucking, it's like he's in the worst fucking family, controlled by the worst fucking master, and he's in worse shape than anybody realizes. Like, I feel like they keep him in the garage. They might, you know? they might keep him in a tube in the garage. <laughs> it's just, it is. Someone's, I mean, someone independently has to go in there and check this situation. It out. should be investigated yeah. for sure. Because I, I, I feel bad for the guy. Like not knowing, I, you know, it's hard to feel bad for him if he doesn't know what's going on. Yes. But I'm sure he has in the back of his mind an inclination of something's drastically gone awry in yes. this situation. But it could have like it could be like Lurch in the Adams family where he's just like being he's a servant. He doesn't know what's going on. He's just bringing things back and forth. Yeah, they tell him to go do it. Lamar go get the towels okay <laughs> like it's just there's some abusive thing going on here that it's people gonna there's gonna be some documentary on this 10 years from now where we're gonna feel shitty that we didn't step in and do something about this oh yeah for sure they're gonna start sending him out to do like you know bar shows yes. and like with like impressionists yep. of he'll have like some routine that he does or something they're gonna push him off like a high wire into like, like a they'll pool. write a contract where they get like 90 percent of the proceeds and yeah i just i don't like it'll be one of those things where it's like a really high diving board and there's a little tiny water thing at the bottom <laughs> Like you push him off and see if he makes it or not. <laughs> Fucking horrible. Just flipping big, huge dude flipping back and forth down the thing. It's just, I, I feel like if he had a chalkboard, we got a chalkboard, he'd just write kill me. He'd just write kill me right yeah. now. So sad. All right, let's report him to somebody. I don't know who you report like a 36-year-old, six-foot-nine-inch tall, 260-pound NBA player. To. We'll get Dr. Drew on this. Yeah, he's on it. Uh, we talked about Kanye being broke. We talked about the Grammys being so black talk about this we talked about that we have everything covered except my panties in a bunch and i'm gonna shake this up a little bit what has my panties in a bunch man i'm completely going off the board here because i'm not gonna do what i was talking about before uh you and i looked at the story this week uh about fashion week how there was a girl with down syndrome who was now a model at fashion week mm. and this seems to happen this happened before i believe there's always a girl with down syndrome who gets nominated for the for the prom queen, or they give her job, you know, give her other jobs, and we've seen them. We once talked about the model that had no legs. If you remember, mm. she was kind of hot. She hobbled around. She was claiming she got a thousand dollars for for photo she, shoot. She had like a peg leg. Why was she hobbling? <laughs> she was because she had to push herself on her groin. Essentially, oh, she had no legs at all. Well, don't they have those fake legs? No, you can't have two because the, the it's she had no legs up to like her high. groin. It was too high. So she literally was like a like a, a sort of basketball bottom, and then <laughs> arms that she used to drag herself around with. Well, and she was a lingerie model. And I can't believe you forgot. Oh, I, I remember her now. Can't believe you forgot the legless lingerie I, model. I, I blocked it out. It's like you've seen lots of legless lingerie <laughs> models. Uh, but the girl down from it, it was at Fashion Week, and she's from Australia. And it was a big story about how she worked so hard to become a fashion model, and she's this girl with down syndrome, so she looks like a down syndrome girl. And there were a lot of hashtags that went around in support of this. Uh, up with downs. Was really good. Hmm. Uh, there's a few others, very inspirational, and it is inspirational to see somebody overcome any sort of obstacle in life. But I know this pisses you off as much as me. Uh, we just talk about fat models being an SI and old models being an SI, and how they don't really belong. What about girls with Down syndrome on the runway? Are we just setting up like another false pretense of who gets to be a model? And is this really helping the girl with Downs? And why the fuck can't they find? A, a job or occupation for a girl with Down syndrome is actually a meaningful occupation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's totally exploiting the, the kid. Uh, even if she wants to do it, which I don't 
think is the case. I think it's more about the mom maybe wanted to be a model or was a model at some point, if I'm not mistaken. But, um, you know, obviously it was very devastated that her daughter had Down syndrome and she... Come on, up with Downs. That was a good one. It's all just a pride thing on her part. Like, well, I'll show you what's up. And, you know, a Down syndrome kid is going to have, you know, basically a 12, 13, 14, 15 year old uh, mental uh, level of capability. So you could you could push them towards certain things. I mean, you know, I used to work in the Special Olympics, and you know that makes sense. You know, run some races and and uh, play basketball and stuff. But again, you know, modeling is just supposed to be the hottest people. And let's just be honest. You know, no one is really considering a, a girl with Down syndrome to be physically uh, beautiful. Probably. Well, it's it's, it's also if, if that's her aspiration. I think it's great to people whatever their obstacle in life, whether it be Down syndrome or they have poor muscles but they want to be athletes or all shit like that. Whatever it is you're overcoming or you're stupid and you want a job for smart people, I think it's great that people try to strive for these things. But if what she's striving for is this most, the single most superficial, <laughs> vacuous, empty occupation in the entire world yeah. where basically the dumbest women in the entire world participate in this activity, why would you let your daughter <laughs> aspire to, why would that be her dream? Why would you allow that to be her dream? And why not push her? So maybe she can't be a computer engineer, but she could probably like, you know, I don't know. I'm going to throw this out there help with shelter dogs or raise puppies or something like that yeah. that would be helpful to the community, helpful, feel good about, and it's an awesome job, by the way. Uh, why would that be a great aspirational goal? Yeah, I would say ideally, I mean, you know, you could train her to be like a, like a dope sous chef. You know, she could work in like, yes. a, like a really good restaurant and like, you know, come up that way. And then maybe even own a restaurant. There's just a guy with Down syndrome that became like the first guy that owns a restaurant recently or something, or he's the head chef or whatever. Um, I is, mean, he par- the- is he partnered with Lamar? <laughs> the problem with modeling is it's super subjective so it requires zero skill uh it requires that that you be good looking but that's not a skill to be learned so when you stand up and walk and that's your thing anyone can do it it's just that we we can't be honest anymore about the fact that not not everyone should be doing it you have to be pretty born pretty and you have to not eat commit yourself to not eating yeah. those are really the only two things that involve in modeling and yeah, so it's, I mean, everyone cheered, everyone, it's, it's another one of these false cheers. Everyone cheered the fact that she was on the runway, but clearly she was on the runway because she had Down syndrome. So it wasn't because she was met the basic qualifications of being born pretty and, and starving herself like everybody else on the stage. So it'd be like, you know, you, no one would ever allow someone in the NFL, like some kid who was born with some muscle, muscle problems who couldn't really physically qualify would never be allowed to play football. Uh, and people would go, that's, Sorry, it's just the way it is. You know, we take physical specimens that can play football. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, they picking by picking this completely superficial, superfluous, empty, <laughs> empty goal of being a runway model. Everyone cheers. All the women cheer, especially women, really cheer this stuff. And this is like this is another thing that sets back women in my mind. Like, should they be saying like should some people saying like how about you get her to do something more interesting than modeling? Yeah, I don't know at what point modeling became like this, you know, pyramid of achievement. I, I would guess like 20 years ago, it was kind of looked down upon a little bit more, you know, before everything was so centered around TV and stuff. I mean, you would think you would want your kid to, like you said, be a scientist or a doctor or whatever it is. And especially for a girl, I mean, especially for a young girl where they're, you know, the goals are trying to achieve more of what boys used to have and things like that. 
This is modeling is a very sexually exploitative, demeaning occupation. Yeah, I mean, if I had a daughter, I would I wouldn't allow her to to get into that. And then you know, once she she can make her own decision at some point. But I certainly would try and steer them away from that. I mean, these chicks, you know, like you said, the eating disorders, cocaine, you know, getting fucked by weird Persian guys. What kind of parent lets their fourteen year old kid go to France? and live there when they're fucking 14 like you're just a horrible horrible parent and that doesn't change just because your daughter has down syndrome no i'm thinking back my hashtag up with downs hashtag that definitely <laughs> does not go to the mom anymore it's up to the it's up not up to the girl with down syndrome it's up to her parents to say this is not the appropriate thing and it's up to all these seals who applauded all this shit just like anything that seems semi-inspirational, people will applaud at these days yeah. without actually thinking about it. And that's what really bothers me. Uh, once we kidnap Lamar and save him, let's go get Down's girl afterwards and bring her back to the camp where we're rescuing people. Oh, that'll be a, yeah, that could be a fun little... But we uh, should separate him because uh, even in his vegetative state, Lamar is still pretty horny. And we don't want to come in, walk in one night and find Lamar banging the Downs girl. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, that would fucking, our camp would just go out of business. That's not good for... Can we drive across the country? I feel like that's the obvious move. Uh, to rescue him, like Rain Man, the rescuer. Yeah, we'll just take a trip. You know, we got to go find, uh, s- uh, sign a contract. Maybe we take him to his parents. Uh, and, uh, he has he has a wife and kids who apparently love Lamar. Has a wife and kids, ex wife and kids who apparently love him, and wish they could take care of him, and might just do a better job than Kardashians. Yeah, because of that fucking nullification paper that uh, Lamar signed when he was maybe two percent conscious. <laughs> He's fucked. He's stuck in Calabasas in the basement, you know, with dressed in some sort of space outfit. <laughs> it's just not cool at all. All right, Lamar, we're coming to save you. Downs girl, we're coming to save you too. Uh, if we can't rescue people, what, what's the point of this podcast? That's how I have to say. Matt, you have something you wish to pimp and promote? Uh, I'm on mattralston.net. I read about the swimsuit models. And, nice. Uh, hit me up on Twitter at Matthew Ralston. All right, for Matt, sound engineer Brian, working. 100% effective today. Awesome. This is Lex. <laughs> I'll see you next week on Last Man Podcast. Bye.